Hey guys, we are back. Thank you for joining. This is Rankable episode 20, man. I cannot believe we're on episode 20 already. I'm your host as usual, Jared Thomas, Senior Account Executive at iPullRank. And today, man, I have a special, special guest joining us today, man. He's somebody that I've been following for quite some time. He has close to 20 years of experience and just is an absolute beast on LinkedIn. So if you're in sales and marketing, he's definitely somebody you should be following. He's been featured yeah. on things like, you know, Gary Vee, uh, Huffington Post, Sales Hacker, worked for places like Tampa Bay Devil Rays, the Coyotes, Glassdoor, and now as the CEO of Scale Consulting. Um, you know, good friend and definitely uh, somebody I've looked up to, man, Jake Dunlap, man. How are you? Good, sir. I'm good, man. I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to getting into it. Yeah, absolutely, man. So I, I appreciate you joining, man. And this is our LinkedIn All Star episode. So I've, this is part three of LinkedIn um, All Star. And basically, I know. I I, wait, you had to get me for three, man. What I couldn't? I wasn't. <laughs> I was like, one. Come on. Man. I tried, man. I had I had Sam Downs. I don't know if you know her, but she was a LinkedIn um one of the LinkedIn top voices. <laughs> I got uh, and Dave Gerhard. Are you familiar with him? Yeah, yeah, I know Dave. All right, Dave's, Dave's a good dude. Good dude, man. So I was like, for you, man, to be number two. All right, I'm number three. Pleasure, I'll brother. take it. I'll take it. Still, you still won, bro. <laughs> All right, good, good. <laughs> but, Gotta um, make sure. Yeah, man. So I, I'm, I'm super excited, and we can just get right into it, man. So I'm curious to know, you know, when, when tell me a little bit more about Scale Consultant, and when did you start taking social media more seriously in terms of your sales outbound or outreach efforts? Yeah, man. So I, you know, look, I, as you mentioned, I, I started off in sports. You know, that was my initial background. Um, got into tech at Career Builder. And then look, was a, a VP of sales at a huge startup companies. Uh, background uh, got into tech, got getting some feedback, and then yeah, Kevin, you're on the screen. <laughs> Kevin, come on, Kevin, in marketing, come on, man. <laughs> Kevin's joining. I'm getting this feedback. I'm like, what's Kevin? Kevin just looks over and just like, ah, it's like he got caught. He got caught. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so look, I was, a, I was a VP of sales at Glassdoor, then I was a VP of sales at a company called Chartbeat. And, um, you know, what happened is this, man, I w I'm a not a good employee. I, I realized that I, I am too clever for my own good. I sometimes don't get politics. And what I realized after my second VP of sales then is I saw the I saw my future. I was 32, 33, and I already saw what my future was going to look like. Get politics. That that my future. Hey, what's up with Kevin, man? <laughs> so, so I saw it, it. What it is, man. If you're a VP of sales in the startup world, in tech in general, yeah. man, you've got a shelf life of a few years max, and yeah. you know maybe two, three, maybe you get a four, maybe you get a three year, four year run. I'm like, man, is that really what I want to do with my life? I want to go from one company and then I do really good. I make some equity and that's great. And then I go to the next. Yeah. It's like no, what I what I realize, I love sales. I love the process. I love deconstructing it. I love deploying it. Like I was amazing at the job and the work. And yeah. if you look at my track record of what I've been able to do for companies, but it was the other stuff that I was really all time bad at. I'm, I'm, it's like, you know, that's like seven, eight years. I'm getting somewhat better about it. But, yeah. but um, so I started scale with this idea that I saw VPs of sales, sales organizations in general, marketing has all the support. They got performance agency, yeah. digital agency, PR sales is like, Go hire full-time people. There's That's no it. there's nobody supporting sales tactically, sales enablement, sales operations. And then if they didn't have a VP strategically. So that's what we did. We got about 32 people now. And you know, I'll tell you about how I got into social because it's a really important story for a lot of people. What what happened mm -hmm. for me is um in 2018, two years ago, yeah, a little over two years, two and a half years ago, May of 2018, 
we released an ebook. Okay, so we were doing what every good little consulting firm is supposed to do. We put yeah. out blog posts once a week. We're putting out ebooks once a quarter, sometimes more. Yeah, and we put out this killer ebook on GDPR. Right. It was like if you are in sales and marketing, I still think it's like you should go read it. It was like a 10 page ebook that was like everything that you needed to know about GDPR if you're in sales and marketing. Yeah. So we distilled the whole bill down, the whole law into like this is the, the little thing you need to know. And, you know, we share it on social. We get a few interactions and I'm like, holy shit, you know how much time we spent on this thing exactly. and thinking about our blog. I'm like, we're spending so I'm like I, I just like I had enough. I'm like, so well, and, then I'm just, and I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well, where are eyeballs now? What do people want to consume? And it was like, it's LinkedIn. And so that's when I realized, man, nobody cares about blog posts or eBooks. They do every once in a while, but when's the last time you snuggled up, you know, next to a fire and read an eBook? Come on, never, man. Never. Nobody's reading never, it. Like, never. It's, so we're, we, you know, they're more middle. I, I, I think eBooks now are more middle funnel, right? They help to get you over the hump, pay credibility. Wow, these guys exactly. put out. I think they're good middle funnel content. So, not top funnel. So, so we did not, we literally went full stop for a year between the summer of 2018 and early and early 2019. We didn't put out a single blog post or a single ebook and went all in on LinkedIn. And we closed, I can tell you guys, we closed in the first year and I'm talking organic inbound, probably a, a hundred, few hundred thousand last year. Oof, I think it was maybe like six to 700,000. This year it's probably closer to a million. And these are wow. calls of people. And, and these are people that connect request or send me a DM. You know, these yeah. are people that, that say, hey, Jake, I saw a piece of content. So when people ask, what's the ROI of a LinkedIn post? I don't know, man. But I do know the cumulative effect of building brand. And that, and that was a real struggle exactly. point for me as a CEO was the struggle point for me was, um, I always thought what I was supposed to do as a good CEO is promote my company. Never take the shine, scale, yep. scaled, scaled, scaled. Yep. Um, and I was wrong. I couldn't have been more wrong. That that now what I've realized is the individuals have, man, if I can get everyone at scale, then this is a work in progress too. Yep. Everybody talking, woof, man, the brand lift and the amount of leads that we'll get will be ridiculous. And yep. so I feel like you know, that's, that's, that's been our path. And so, you know, to answer the question, so what we do is we work with sales leaders and CEOs to help them to build repeatable processes around sales, you know, sales strategy, sales process, um, and demand generation. We do a lot of, you know, what makes us very unique is we have very unique resources. We have sales enablement experts, we have sales operations experts, yeah. and then we have VPs of sales and strategy experts. So we really try to get in the weeds with the tactical stuff. And get get the work done, not just tell you what you need to do. So exactly, that's the quick plug on that too. But no, but that's that was our path, man. That was my path. Man, it, it's crazy to hear that, man, because your path is so similar to mine, right? So I'm 32 right now. I've been in sales for about 10 years, and it's the same thing, right? I was been playing the game here. I do a year here doing display ads. I do a year at an agency. Do a two years at a at a Martech company SaaS platform thing, and it's just tiring, right? Because like you said, sales doesn't get the most. We don't have the most support, right? Marketing has all these different channels and teams. Marketing sits all the way over there. I'm all the way over here. We meet maybe once a month if we're lucky. Yep. I don't know what they're doing. They have no visibility into what I'm doing. And it's just like, hey, it's either you sink or swim, right? And that's the whole thing, right? And I've always been that's good at attitude, selling. Man. That's that, the and that's, attitude. and that's why 77% fail. That's right. right. That's why I opted out. I'm like, uh, wait, I'll just go make myself. I'll just go do it for myself and not have to deal with this drama. That, and, and that's super interesting because that's that's kind of the conversation where I was before I came to iPool rank, right? So I was like, me and Michael, who's our founder director, our manager director, I'm like, man, I'm just tired of playing the game. I'm just exhausted, man. 
I mean, it's exhausting. You mentally, I was mentally wore out, man, told that, hey, you can't be a seller, man, you're an SDR, you're a hunter, this is what you should be doing. And I'm like, no, I love the process. I yeah. love I love picking up the phone and cold calling. I love the art of cold calling, right? Yeah. Somebody that you don't know from a hole in the wall to be like, damn, Jared, you're the best, good. Like, it's the best feeling in the I world. Love it. Yeah, best me too, man. In the world, man. So when I came here, I'm like, all right, how, how can I bring value to the org, right? So I'm like, look, I'm going to own LinkedIn. This is what I'm going to do. So I had no game plan. You were one of the first people I watched, um, Justin Welsh, Scott yeah. Douglas, Dave Gerhardt. And yeah. I'm like, all right, you guys are all doing it with straight marketing and sales. But I'm like, I've got to, I've got to do more, right? And how do I break down the sales barriers by showing them a per, I'm a person? And if I can get you to like me as a person, it doesn't matter what I'm selling. You're going to end up going to the, my profile. You're going to see the big iPool rank. You're going to go to the website. And now it's to the point where it's like, I think our second or third leading channel is LinkedIn in terms of, driving traffic back to the website. You know what I mean? And it's the same boat right now. I'm like, I'm trying to get the rest yeah, of the team into it. And then they're starting, we're all starting to trickle, you know, slowly but surely get into that groove. And I'm curious for you, like being that this is changing so much, right? What If you had one option for outreach, right? Cold calling or content, what would be the one you would choose? And why, and why do you think it would be effective? Oh man, why can't I do both, man? Um, I'll, I'll, if I had to choose one and you said it was, if we're playing the long game, I'm doing content, right? Because I'm trying to, but it's content plus adding to my network. Because putting yeah. content out to a lot of the people listening, your network is probably ex coworkers and current coworkers. Exactly. Which doesn't do you any favors. So as long if you got to make sure you're constantly adding new contacts. So as long as you're adding new contacts and con and then putting out content, that's the long game. But if it's a short game, I, yeah, I would call. But if it's the short, the short game. Right, sure. but that's what I need revenue right now for quota. I need to pay the bills today, and tomorrow <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna do that. You know, exactly. Yeah. So I'm curious. Are you using anything for like automation or for scale? Because my biggest thing, right? I do the content, I get the DMs and things like that, but I rarely make the ask because I feel like as a salesperson, when I make the ask, I lose a little bit of the leverage. You do, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, right? So, is there anything that you're doing or putting in, in your process to? scale it because I'll do video yeah. personalization, you know, videos and stuff like that. I'll send out to maybe 10, 20 people a day, but how are you doing this at scale across the org? That's the move. I mean, honestly, we're, we're doing the things that might seem unscalable um, okay, yeah. you know, with that type of thing, but that's, why isn't that, you know, it's like, that's a good example. I feel like sales leaders sometimes are so hung up on like, did it directly log the activity in Salesforce? <laughs> and so as opposed to like, is it what's going to work? And, you know, for me, like, boy, I love voicemail on LinkedIn too. Our SDR uses it. She yeah. sets like, she's, she just kicked off and she's setting a couple meetings a day, a day wow. because, because it's unique. Again, when you send a video, it's unique when you drop a voicemail and then, you know, we're trying we're experimenting with a voicemail, then a little double tap text. Hey, FYI, this is what this thing's about. You know, just oh, like, you know, good. two or three lines. Same thing with the video. You do the video, try a little double tap, just give people a little context so then they know what, what they're clicking on. So for us, that more companies have got to start to focus on outcomes. And so what we're doing, I'm not saying yeah. don't track activities, okay? I'm not saying that. Yeah. But what I am saying is that we are asking people, I would if Catherine came to me and said, Jake, I want to, I want to spend time every day commenting and liking people's posts and, and yeah. getting in the mix. But guess what? You can't log any of those activities. And then, and then what? You want me to go and log twenty manual activities? No, <laughs> no I would, it's just again. So I, I feel like if we focus on meaningful conversations, which is someone responded and put you in touch with the right person, or someone agreed to, I would rather you know we have five meaningful conversations a day as the metric 
than 200 activities or 150 activities. But but that. the answer is both because the other thing is, so what a lot of our sequences, they start off LinkedIn heavy for the first five touches, but then guess what? If, if they're not on LinkedIn, skip steps one through five and go straight to step six. Yep, yep. And some of the plays are integrated with calls. I actually love the play that's like view someone's profile, comment on their post, then cold call the next day. Hey, hey, John. Hey, look, I, you, you just popped in my feed yesterday. I saw this thing. So yeah. I actually like that, you know, play. You could try a little LinkedIn message and a call later. I yeah. feel like it's it's that multi-channel approach that you've got to take now to cut through the noise. You have to. You, you, it's yeah. almost like you have to take it to you cut through to. the noise. Yeah, no, you you're absolutely right with that, man. I love that approach because. Like I said, I do the same thing. I'll go to somebody's profile. I'll, I'll do essentially a content audit, right? I'll go through the past three months of what was going exactly. on. Because the biggest thing, right? Now, this is actually leading to another good question, right? What kind of content should somebody should, what kind of content should you be focusing on if you're new to LinkedIn, right? Yeah. Like if, if I'm somebody like me personally, I worked on a lot of personal content, you know, what things that I overcome to help me break that sales barrier. Should someone focus just on industry specific stuff? Because, you know, sometimes those don't work or have the same effect. So what should you be working you on? Or find that work, man. See, yeah, see exactly. this, this is where I think people have got it twisted is okay. if I was an SDR, depends on what market you sell into. Here's the thing. You, if you sell into sales, you should be posting sales content. If you sell into HR, I don't really give a shit about your SDR tips. Right? <laughs> yep. oh, how hard your job is. <laughs> right now, if I sell into sales or I sell into SDR, that's more relevant. So here, and it's interesting. And let me tell you why so many salespeople, I feel like one, my number one advice, if you want to talk about sales, go work for a company that sells into it, right? It's a win-win. It's a win-win. And I'm not saying if, even if you sell into a different industry, you can't put out a little bit, but people get hooked on the likes, man. You know, I, I actually did a post about this this week. Like, you know, you know how many broke ass uh, prom kings and prom queens there are? A lot. Because my friend, being popular does not equal success. And too many, too many people have got it twisted. Too many people, um, they really believe that. And so what happens is they they put out industry content and they only get five interactions or 10. Yeah. Yeah. Who are they from? Who are they from? That's Who the interacted? Right? As opposed to I put out a sales tip, I get 50. So it's an ego. It's ego. Get up, Get over your ego. I don't yeah. care about getting... 50 or 100 likes, you know, if I, again, look, I sell into sales so I can talk about sales. It works, yeah. right? So, you know, but I don't care about the likes, man. And again, like a lot of the plays that we're seeing people doing, actually McKinsey on my team, we talked about this on Monday on my LinkedIn Live. Mm. We were talking about uh, uh, the one-to-one -one post approach. So this is the gangster play that we're starting for 2021 is like we're that. working with companies, which is like, let's say I want to get a meeting with John Smith. You know, you know who does the cheesy, like cheesy and like a, the most beautiful good ways? Ryan Scalera. I don't know. Do you know Ryan? Have I you know. seen? Oh, dude, you got to check out his videos. Like he makes music videos for like he's trying to break into Gong. Like he made a, a music video. Like I, I love it, man. I All think right, it's sick. so, it's so beautifully cheesy and like good. It's so, it's so good. <laughs> but, but that's the move, man. And honestly, I think LinkedIn Stories is perfect for that. Oh, absolutely. So imagine I, I've got five target companies now. How about instead of doing a video DM? What if you made a LinkedIn story and you tagged the person? Hey, I just saw an amazing insight. And I'm just sharing it with my audience. Give, <laughs> give John Smith credit. You don't yeah. think John's like, what is this? 
So we're starting to experiment with this idea of one-to-one posts, or even you get off the phone. I think LinkedIn is being super underutilized by sales people in the oh, sales absolutely. process, because what you can do too is you get off the phone. Let's say we discussed a pain point. All right, so for all my industrial like manufacturing operations leaders, here are the top two trends. One, two, really enjoyed my conversation with Kevin Smith and uh, you know, the team at Honeywell. That is two things. One, Kevin's like, oh, well, I did that. And then guess what? The next time you reach out to another operations leader, they see that you you, you tag that you had a conversation with Kevin Smith at Honeywell. What's your credibility do? Whoop. Oh, through the roof. There's so many plays like this, dude, that yeah. I, I'm dead serious. If I was an SDR, I'm, I'm convinced I could work an hour a day. Because all you got to do is be creative. Today, creativity is at an all-time low. And we're just like, do, 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 go to work, go my call. Like, <laughs> Stop doing it. Stop doing it. You know, like, don't, don't worry about it. And on my boss, well, look, if your boss says you got to make a hundred calls, get your ass up at seven 30, make 40 calls, bang them out, and then go do what you want to do to be successful. Then after three weeks, you crush everybody. You go to your boss, you say, look, Kevin, here's what I'm thinking. I think I've got a way that I can generate X meetings, mm -hmm. but I'm going to do less activity. Will you give me two weeks? Most bosses are good people. They do not want to do whatever. And then I would just re I'd just flip my day. But then, you know, like yeah. the classic sales leader boss BS where they're like, well, Jake, what if you just did more of that? You're already the exactly. top person. Get out of here with that. They, man. They, they don't, most of them don't get mindset, it. Man. That's some old school mindset. You know, look, if, my, if I set your quota at 15 meetings and you're consistently hitting 20, why are you being a dick to these people? Why are you being mean? Why are you like, oh, well, Jake, if you just worked harder, you got 25. Look. I know. I don't want to work harder. I'm good. I want to work smarter. That's it. I want to work smarter. Exactly. So that's it, man. That, that's a great point. I think most. I think most sales leaders just don't get it, right? Most of the people is like, hey, you do your hundred email touches, you do your hundred cold calls, and that's it, right? You got the activity, you're done, right? But the problem yep. is, I was that guy. When I make a hundred calls and I don't get anybody, now what is that? I've got a hundred people who just sit there and you know don't know I called. Didn't leave a voicemail. They just see this odd number that's probably a 212 that looks like a telemarketer and yep. it doesn't do anything for my sales activity, right? But if I could create a post that gets 40, 50, 60,000 likes, I mean, views or whatever, then that's it, right? And then how I'll tell my team is like, don't look at the likes, right? The likes is just like a restaurant. If you go buy a store and you see a restaurant with a line all the way out the door, you're going to say, damn, the food must be good, right? Yep. <laughs> the food has to be good. And that's all you want. You want the likes as the driver to drive more conversation through the people or your eye. You got to be authentic, about. though. That, that the key That's with it. the likes that is, is that, you know, I, so, you know, you brought up like the Gary V. Pock. So whenever he and I, I, he and I talked, you know, his his advice was around don't pander. You know, you've got to, you know, like I think we were talking about video or something. I can't remember or something like that. And, you know, I was like, man, but text only post overperform. He's like, you don't pander. He's like. You know, if you, you've got to do it and that's the truth, man, because video, yeah. it's so funny. I put out a couple of video. I do a couple of lives every week and I do maybe one or two videos a week, probably two videos a week. Okay. But every, you know what everybody says? Oh, Jake, I love your videos. Nobody is. Hey, Jake, I love your text only posts. <laughs> <laughs> but even though those are the ones that get, end up getting the more, more likes, views, yeah, the more views, more views the you know, but like. But that's my point, everyone, is like it's step one is just get comfortable posting once or twice a week. If you for the most people, if you just post twice a week insights about your industry, you continue to add people on a consistent daily basis, it'll it's gonna work for you. I promise it will Absolutely. it will work for you. If you post content with adding value with no ask and not promoting yeah. your product, you add more relevant people and you do it consistently. 
I, I you will see success. I promise you. Definitely. I promise. Definitely. I only thing I would add on there too, man. Engage. Some people yes, forget that absolutely. part. Some people yep. forget that part. I think the engagement is just as much as content, right? Because you put it out, like when I first started, you get five, 10 likes, and then you build a relationship with those five, 10 people. Then over yeah. a month, you got 30, 40 people that you know, it's kind of like a pod. I know it Jake's is. gonna like it, I know Dave's gonna like it, and yeah. then that's gonna get me more views, right? So you have to right. be a part of the community, right? Because right. you can't be all about me, 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 because quite frankly, nobody gives a shit, right? Yeah, and you gotta go in and comment and like, and sometimes look at that, that's something that, here's what people, don't, look, I'm the CEO of a company, right? Multi-million dollar company. I make time to post on LinkedIn once, usually twice a day. Almost always I'm putting out two pieces of content. Yeah. I've got someone who will help me. They, they I, Every post you see, 96% I wrote, 96%. And so most of those wow. things I wrote then. I'm not one of those schedulers. I don't go out and schedule yeah. it. I wake up and I get inspired. I'm like, you know what? I want to talk about this today. Or I got a webinar later I want to talk about. Or I got whatever it is, you know? So I I could probably even do more if I if I thought about it. That, know, that, I, I'm, I in the, I'm in the same boat, man. I, I literally, I wake up one day, however, whatever, I might've had a sales call. I had a yeah. call with somebody like two weeks ago. The lady ghosted me at eight o'clock at night, right? In the evening, I posted that up. It got damn near 150 likes and 20,000 <laughs> views. And I'm like, what the fuck? But if I put something else like up there with like sales, marketing, all that stuff, like it doesn't really perform like that. So you never I, know, man. And I don't, I'm not, and I don't think about that. You know, th that's the other thing is don't, every post to me, every single post still today is an experiment. I'm learning. I'm still learning. I've done thousands of I, I, mean, I probably have done thousands of posts. Like yeah. I don't get hung up. Post does bad, interesting. Post does okay, interesting. Post does really good, interesting. I don't get too high. I'm not chasing the dragon going after that 20,000 like post. You know, the, my my most best post was from a few weeks ago which made no sense to me and it got 20,000 something likes insane I like i mean I that was like that was like a level of i mean i've had a bunch with a thousand or something not you know but i'm like wait so i talked about how much money i made and sacrifices i made and that's the one that, <laughs> i wrote that at one o'clock on the fly in between meetings <laughs> one o'clock on the fly on a tuesday i, I don't know what's going to go viral yeah. man i'm putting out content to add value and i think that that's the that's the mindset if you want to be successful people smell an agenda. They smell yeah. it. Yeah. They smell it. So the you know, you just have to put it out there and let the the world decide. Again, I again if you would ask me if I thought that post was gonna get, you know, millions of views, I no, man. I would have been like, there's no chance that never but those, that's the gold, man. I, same thing with me, man. I, I posted a story. I think I got like close to 200 likes. I told my story. Like I was working at Starbucks. I was coming home smelling like barbecue chicken from BBQs. And like, <laughs> something had to be, it had to be more to life, man. I was going to interviews in Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn, picking up my kid at daycare at two o'clock. And then I just happened to go to a hospital call center gig and dude heard me like, hey, I thought you'd be great for sales and did the Wolf of Wall Street, sell me this pencil. And the next thing you know, I'm in digital sales. It's like, and, then people, and people are like, oh man, that's great. I'm like, damn. I've been putting all this content about LinkedIn and all this stuff. And it's just like, it, it, but then you see the pandering side too, but that's yeah. a whole other thing, man. I try to yeah. just, I, I, I just always stories. remind myself, scroll on by, man. The that's that's my stories. And I was with my kid and they did this amazing oh my thing. Goodness. Flew off oh. the building. They were like, what the hell? And he did. <laughs> yeah, or whenever people post, you know, like fake inspirational videos. Like, that's cool though. But look, I mean, look, if that's what makes him happy, fine. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. like I, my mantra is scroll on by. And guess what? If your, po if your posts annoy me, Three, two or three times over a period, guess what I do? I just unfollow. 
That's it. I just hit unfollow. Why are you stressing yourself out every day on LinkedIn? Why are all of you stressing yourself out? Oh, this Jake Dunlap, he doesn't know. Just click unfollow. Like, That's you know it. what I mean? Why are we all trying to judge everybody? I'm looking, I'm okay with discussion. I think LinkedIn actually is pretty soft right now. And that yeah. people need to call people out and it's okay to have a, a discussion. You don't have to agree with me. I, I, honestly, I wish more people would disagree with me. I wish more people would actually want to, but now, oh, I agree. I agree. Like, okay, cool. I get, I get that. But, um, you know, don't get frustrated say something, you know, that like, that's my, you know, or, or just let it, you know, or, or let it go. But, it, but if you want to engage in a dialogue, I think LinkedIn's missing that right now. LinkedIn to me feels like an echo chamber and it feels a little bit like clueless. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. look, guys, the election happened, right? It happened, right? But you never know by looking on LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, I just, I think about a lot of these things and it's like, well, it's kind of cool that it's keeping it pure, or like, or like pure professional, but we're all people, you know, it's like these people I see on LinkedIn who are yeah. all buttoned up and then on Twitter, they're doing some crazy <laughs> rants. I'm like, dude, you're fake. You're fake. Exactly. But that's, fake. that's a great question too, because I struggle with this sometimes too, right? What is too real on LinkedIn? What is too authentic? Is there there is a fine line, right? So, where are some topics that you would just say stay away from? I don't engage, or- I, but again, but I don't engage in any social media platforms talking about that stuff. I stay in my lane, man. I know sales, marketing, and leadership. That's and career, and and I can share my story on career and give advice in what I've seen, and that is it. I, I don't give financial advice. I don't, you know. Look, I'm. <laughs> I, I put stuff out there when I believe in something and, but at the same time, I think it's personal. I think that's a personal decision. You know, if you want to be real, real, go be real, real. If you, and people like the market will tell you, you yeah, know, the yeah. market will tell you most people listening to this, you're so far away from being controversial that I wouldn't even worry about it. You know, yeah. you're probably going to water it down so much, so much, <laughs> that, you know, there's no chance. you're gonna be and even, even that doesn't feel real. <laughs> I'm like, and, I'm watering it down. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. I don't want yeah, to. You want to go viral. It's easy. Just talk about your career. Talk about your career. Talk about, you know, uh, struggles. Talk about, you know, make the first line. You know, I got fired yesterday or you do that stuff. That's people. Uh, the career. I see the career stuff right now is really it's hot. Like some popular stuff you know, right now. Relatable. Yeah, and, That's it. It the is. You want to see, man, is what do you care? First of all, I, I don't care about your product. I don't care about your service. I don't even know your company. You don't even know what I want. You don't know if I'm ready to buy. You don't know any of that, right? So the best way to do it is just become a person. If they like you, they will buy it. I don't know if you ever heard this line. I use this to nauseam on the show, right? You teach them how to fish and they'll learn you sell fishing poles. I heard that line and it just, it just, it just took off for me, man. I was like, oh shit. Man. All right. So, I don't have to tell you my product. I don't have to tell you I'm good at SEO. I don't have to tell you all of these things, right? I'll show you in a post or two, maybe once a week, but most of the time, how I'm feeling. Hey, I overcame this. I had this terrible sales call. I hate when prospects do X, Y, and Z. Uh, this is how you close the call and all that other stuff. And those are the conversations that lead to, you know, hey, Jared, I've got 60K this month, man. Send me a proposal tomorrow. Like, I love it. You know what I mean? And it's so much easier. And I'm like, why the hell was I doing this 10 years ago? When I'm sitting there making 300. Uh, I think about that. Yeah, I think about that for sure, man. I'm like, damn, dude. Because I've been on LinkedIn for a long time. I was on, I think I joined, man, in like 2008 or seven yeah. or something like that. And so, but it just wasn't for that then. You know, it was just for jobs then, right? But I, I man, yeah. I'm like, man, I think I saw, I, and even in 2018, I saw it faster than most, but I was still, I'm like, man, what if I had saw it in 2016? You know, I'm like, it's all good. It's all good. That's right, man. There's a a great book I just read called The Surrender Experiment. It's by this guy uh, who wrote a book called The Untethered Soul. I I highly recommend it. It's all about, it's all going to work. The the universe is a big place and we're just this small piece. So 
that, 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 and that's how you got to think about content and things too. Like you're putting it out there and if people like it, that's cool. If not, okay. You know, again, data point, data point, don't get too high. Don't get too low. Just, you know, and that, that's what I think made me really good at sales too. Like I close, I, I lose a big deal, dissect. Yeah, man, I did an asset. I, you know what it did? Every, every deal I've ever lost is my fault. And I can go that's back right. and analyze it without judging myself. I that's wish right. I would have done some stuff different. And that's how I feel about content. Same thing as a win. Okay, great. I won. Great. Amazing. I'll, I'll throw myself a little party for, you know, four hours and then uh, I'll look at why I won. What do we do different in this deal? Exactly. So it's no, no highs too, too high, too lows too lows. And, and I think I see some people, again, they get addicted to their putting out the wrong type of content when they should be putting out content that's relevant to their industry because their posts on sales gets more likes. Yeah, yeah, totally agree with you, man. And I, that, that's a gem, man. I think the biggest thing you said is don't get too high, don't get too low, man. When you get Never. 200, 300 likes, it's hard not to. It's hard not to get hung up. And I know you. it probably happened before. You're like, all right, damn, like once you, once you made the one that's 20,000, you try to, yeah. oh, well, how can I recreate that magic again? You know what I mean? And I, I think about I don't, that. though, man. It's so funny. I don't, man. I really, really don't. I, look, when I write a post, do I want it to do well? Sure, of course I want it to do yeah. well. But I don't, I, I, I don't. I put out the content I want to put out. You know, like I don't pander. I mean, I you know, I, I mean, I'm probably like, you know, maybe there's some subconscious pandering from time to time, yeah, right? But, course, yeah. but I just, I put out content that I like and I think is tactical and valuable. And like I said, if a post gets 25 likes or or 250 likes, I, I, I don't know the one that John Smith saw in Minnesota who then, you know, comes inbound and spends 100,000 with us. I don't know. I don't know which one, you know, she or he saw. Could be a combination right? of all. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. So the attribution is that we talk about that internally all the time. Like you know, my sales uh, manager is like, yeah. Uh, now you tell me all the time, man. Like, how do we how do we measure this thing? And what if we put a gate? I'm like, no, no, no. It has to be organic. Let's not do that. If they're gonna come, if we teach exactly them the right, they're valuable. They're gonna come and say, hey, man, I love your stuff, man. I used to go to the store for lunch break, man. I used to go, hey, you're Jared from LinkedIn. Like the hell? Like I'm actually you know you know me. Let's do some business. Let's do it. And it was like that. People take pictures the whole nine, man. It's an ill feeling, man. It's just great. It but is, all man. That, all that from putting yourself out there. Like, who would have known? Who would have known, man? But I know we're, we're up to 155 right now, brother. I just want to say thank you so much for joining me. I could talk about this stuff all day, man. I just love the conversation, man. I enjoyed um, it, man. I, I really enjoyed it. I would love to have you back when we're on DSPs and we'll, we'll look different next year. <laughs> Let's do it, man. I'm in. My brother, you know, if you come to New York, I got you a cold one, man. Hey, man, man. I'll, be, I'll be there, man. I'm there a lot. We moved down to Austin a few years ago, but I still I still get back to you. Well, obviously not lately, but I'll be back. Soon, soon. when you do, man, lunch and a cold one on me, man. You got All right. It. I'm you into it, man. It. You got Have it, a great man. rest of your day, everybody. All right. Take care, Jake. And everybody, thank you for joining us for episode 20, man. We would not be here without your support. And, you know, thank you for sharing. Thank you for all the likes. Thank you for the positive feedback. We love it. Um, we have a great episode next week with HSC CMO Heather. We'll be talking about how to build successful franchises. We got the Big 12 coming up the week after that. And uh, we'll be ready to do it. So thank you again, guys. Uh, see you guys next week. Take care.